So you're in pain. You're in pain and it's because of your love life. Either you've been dumped, you've been cheated on, you've been broken up with, you were into that other person, that guy, that girl, they weren't that into you, your heart's kind of broken. I don't know. I don't know your exact situation, but it's similar enough to situations that I've been in lately. And the funny thing about it is, in relationships, this, this is one of the things that I haven't figured out yet, With like, because I'm not someone who believes in like a, a soulmate, right? It's, it's, it's like it's a lot of reverse psychology. It's the person that we're more into and we want to be with is not that into us, but then vice versa, right? Like a lot of us just can't get it right. And I know that some of you might be listening to this and saying, well, I'm in a happy marriage or in a happy relationship. Good for you. Sincerely. I hope it lasts. It may not. I mean, most relationships fail at some point. But that's not what this is about, okay? This is about using the moment of pain, using the pain that we feel from rejection, from heartbreak, from whatever the the exact situation is to move forward, okay? Because this is a big part of why I am the, the person that I've become today, which is a very disciplined, committed, physically fit, hopefully inspirational, and yet ultimately very confident human being, okay? And I go through this like like in terms of, of relationships and love life and romance, like I'm not even in like a really good position, okay? And I've been single for over two years now. And a lot of the path that I'm on started as a result of being dumped, cheated on in a, in a very, you know, difficult, challenging way in a bad situation that happened just over two years ago. And it's fine. Like ultimately, like the person who did it, total, you know, forgiveness. Part of it is we need to separate the things that the person said about us and the things that a person may have done to us from the person themselves. Okay. We have to forgive. We have to forgive. We can't hold grudges in this life, but that's another topic for another day. Okay. So you're, you're feeling that pain. Like I said, you know, my pain, your pain. Yeah. They're for different exact reasons, but they're about the same thing. Okay. You've been, you've been rejected. And I'm not saying that like, I'm always a, 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 you know, the, the person who's, who's getting rejected and feeling the pain. Sometimes I'm rejecting other people, okay? Sometimes sometimes I'm the one that's causing the pain, and I'm sorry. Like, I can't, I, I can't figure out what it is exactly that, that creates chemistry between two human beings. Like I said, I don't know why. I don't know why. Like, sometimes for a lot of us, it seems like when we're, when we're really interested in a person, they're not interested in us, and vice versa. And I can't, I, I, I don't understand. Like, I, I don't have the universal solution to, like, why that is. But that's not what this is about, okay? So you're in that pain. Maybe it's that person rejected you or dumped you because, I don't know, you don't have enough money. Maybe it's because you're ugly. Maybe it's because you're not the right person for them socially. Maybe it's because you don't do your hair good enough. You don't use the right cologne. I'm just, I'm just citing some of the reasons that I've been dumped and rejected before, okay? And if you think this sounds harsh, I'm, I'm just being honest, okay? Maybe it's, it could be many different things, okay? But ultimately, sometimes when that person rejects you and sometimes when that person leaves you or even cheats on you or whatever, sometimes they tell you the exact reasons. And if they do, you're kind of lucky because then at least you know If not, you're left to speculate. It's okay. Either way. All right? But the point is, you were in pain. You were in pain, just like I've been in pain many times throughout the last few years. And even little times here and there, little mini heartbreaks over the last couple years that, you know, haven't been like as big as the the big heartbreak that I went through. But the point is, is like we all go through these pains and these heartbreaks. Okay? So, first thing. First thing, we need to separate the thing that that person said 
from the person themselves. Okay, we need to forgive. Don't forget about what the person said because what the person said and the reasons that they rejected you and dumped you are useful. Okay, like literally, we could spend the next months and months and years and years of our lives just working on trying to improve in that area, which is why I do take things personally because without taking things personally, how are we going to improve on the things that we've been rejected for from, you know, the things that we've been rejected for in the past? We need to be able to improve on ourselves that way we lower our chances of rejection in the past. And this relates to relationships and to professional life and, and everything, right? So we need to be able to improve on certain things. We need to identify what has led us to failure in the past, be able to improve upon it. We need to identify our pain points, be able to improve upon them because these pain points, these pain points are very useful. Now, the hardest thing, if you're in acute pain, like if you're, if you're, if you've just recently been dumped, cheated on, broken up with, heartbroken, this is the most important stage because this is the stage where you need to make sure you avoid the addictive behaviors. This is where you need to avoid going into a really bad place. And the addictive behaviors might be drugs, alcohol. They might just be porn. They might just be, you know, whatever. They might be overeating. But addictive behaviors, and we all have them, can ultimately become life-threatening if we're not careful with them, Okay. And you know who you are. You know that if you're more prone to these addictive behaviors, you know that if your addictive behaviors may or may not lead you into a really bad place, okay? Now, step one is to figure out what you need to do. I feel like I've kind of, you know, butchered it. I said step one is separate the person from the things they said. But okay, the most important thing if you're in that acute pain is to figure out what to do to get over the acute pain so you don't spiral into a bad addictive state which could lead to you know either suicidal tendencies or overdoses or whatever figure out a way to get past that your solution may be different than mine like my solution is typically exercise and then go to one or two key friends to talk okay your solution might be different you might talk to friends you might do exercise you might go to therapy you might see your family you might you know take a vacation like whatever you need to do to get over the acute pain and put yourself into a, a safe spot, all right, like a safe place that you're where you're not going to fall into an addictive, dangerous pattern. Okay, once you get past the acute pain and are able to see things a little bit more objectively, this might take a matter of might take a matter of hours if your bounce back rate is quick. Okay, my bounce back rate has gotten pretty quick over the last couple of years. It might take a couple of hours. It might take a couple of days. It might take a couple of weeks. It might take a couple of months. Hopefully not a couple of months. Okay, but if it's if like if it's really bad, the heartbreak that you're suffering, and if you've you know lost your family, for example, you've lost your whole life and you have to start over. Okay, a lot of us have been there. It might take a couple months. I don't know how long exactly it's going to take, but once you're able to kind of step back and see things objectively. Now, now it's time to say, okay, I understand what happened. I understand why it happened. Now, what do I do to make improvements? That way there's a much smaller chance of this happening again. And by the way, we're talking about making improvements to you as an individual, okay? Maybe this is as simple as, all right, I wasn't in good enough shape. This person rejected me because of my physical appearance. Maybe I wasn't good enough in bed and this person rejected me because of that. How do I improve upon that, right? And I know this sounds like this is like, man, you're, you're really going there. You're talking about like 
I'm bad in bed. Like, believe me, I've been I've been told that I've been rejected because I've been bad in bed. Okay, I don't like I don't care. This is real stuff, and this is this is why we get rejected sometimes as human beings. I'm not going to give you advice on how to improve your sex life. Okay, if I had all the answers there, then well, I would probably be doing better than I am in relationships. But the point is, we all know why we are getting rejected. Sometimes the person tells us tells it to us directly. Sometimes they don't, okay? But you know you know the basic reasons why, okay? So maybe you need to try to improve your sex life. Maybe you need to try to improve your libido. You need to get more sleep. That way you have more energy for sex. Maybe you need to just improve. Like a lot of it is physical. Even though the person won't necessarily tell you, a lot of it is physical. Maybe it is your physical appearance. You need to do more exercise. You need to get more sleep, which is then going to improve the way your body looks and feels, and you'll be better in bed anyway. Okay. Like a lot of times, like when I'm bad in bed, for example, in the past, it's usually because I haven't been getting enough sleep. I'm super stressed out. I can barely have sex anyway. Like this is part of the reality that we go through as human beings in a modern world with a lot of stresses and unfortunately not enough sleep. If you're not getting enough sleep, your hormones are effed up. You're not going to be able to have good sex anyway. Okay. This is part of the issue. If that's part of the issue, figure out how to solve that. Understand what the pain point is and then work on solving it. It's very simple, but it's about getting past that acute pain and saying, all right, now I've backed up a little bit. The acute pain is over. I'm not at a risk for going into like a a depressive, addictive spiral. Now what do I need to do to make improvements on myself? And this is the thing where for most of us, we could spend so much time and believe me, like I do, I do. We could spend you know, months and even a year, two, three years, just trying to work on making improvements in the areas, in things that we've been rejected for in our personal romantic relationships in the past. And that can be a worthwhile purpose, okay? Because ultimately, there's a lot of people out there that are going through the same thing. Like, this is such a huge part of our lives, is our romantic relationships. And there's so many of you, me included, who are in pain, who are still in pain, because of these things. So one of the best things that we can do, since as human beings we're oftentimes most motivated by the things that have caused us pain in the past, our pain becomes our purpose. We can literally just sit here and, you know, obviously, yeah, you gotta do your job. If you got kids or other responsibilities, you gotta take care of that. But you can dedicate the rest of your free time to figuring out how do I level up in these areas? Even if you're not actively trying to be in another relationship, which by the way, you know, you probably should take the time to quote unquote heal rather than jumping into something else right away anyway. But that's another topic for another day. It's okay, how do I make sure that in the future, I'm not going to be rejected for these things, or I'm not going to be dumped for these things. How do I make it so I am a better person to date, to be in a relationship with, right? It's a worthwhile pursuit. And here's the thing, whatever your pursuit is, the pursuit is worthwhile because it fills the void. Like, let's say, for example, you're a newly single person. You used to dedicate, you know, maybe, I don't know, let's call it 10 hours a week to a relationship that you were in, and now you just got dumped. Now there's a 10 hour a week plus void that you have to fill, okay? And it's easy to fill that void with sadness, depression, jealousy, negative thoughts, thoughts that lead you into a negative downward spiral. But if you can fill that void, maybe use some of those pain points to say, okay, I'm gonna work on this active aspect of myself. I'm gonna hit the gym. I'm gonna start a side job that way I can make more business. I'm gonna, heck, I'm gonna try to improve my sex life, either whether that's, you know, 
without getting into the details, learning how you can be better at sex. Maybe it's, I mean, I mean, you can read books and heck, you could even watch porn. I don't really recommend that. But anyway, I've literally been told to do that before. I've been told like, yeah, you should like watch porn and figure out how to do it better. I'm like, really? Watch porn? Like that, porn is real sex? Not really. Anyway, that's a whole nother topic. But the point is, is figure out what you've been rejected for and work on improving it. Okay. Because all we need to have in this life is something that we're working toward, a purpose that we're working on, okay? We don't need, like, our purpose is often related to our pain, and we're going to raise our level of energy. We're going to put ourselves in a good space just by working towards something. It could be literally anything, but this is what's most important when we're in that bad headspace is say, all right, I'm working towards something. I'm working on something. I've talked about this in past episodes. Flow state, being in that state where you're fully focused on something, it doesn't even it doesn't really even distinguish in my opinion between like if it's a good or a bad thing, a thing we like, a thing we a thing we don't like, a thing we're already good at, a thing that we're terrible at and we need to work on. We're focused on the task at hand. It doesn't matter. And being in that flow state, just like I'm in that flow state now recording this podcast, will raise our level of energy, will make us feel like we're in a positive state, regardless of what we're working on. So you can literally dedicate yourself to, all right, these are my pain points. These are the things that I'm not good at. Now I'm going to figure out how to solve them. And just dedicate yourself to that. And you will be in a positive state, even though it started off with things that might be considered negative. And maybe this stuff is all trivial. Maybe it doesn't matter how dateable you are, right? Maybe it doesn't matter how good in bed you are. Maybe it doesn't matter how physically fit you are. Maybe it doesn't matter any of this stuff. But the point is, is you're working on it, which puts you in a positive state. One of the worst things that we can do, especially if we've recently been dumped, cheated on, or heartbroken, is to just sit there. We don't want to have empty time to just sit there with our negative emotions, quote unquote. We want to be working towards something. So the whole point of this episode is since you, especially if you've made it through to the end of this, you are in pain right now. Just like I'm in pain from time to time and I've been in pain quite a bit over the last couple years due to, you know, love life, right? If you are in pain, what you need to do is get past that acute stage and then identify what exactly caused the pain and then just figure out how to attack it. And then you work, you work, you work to improve on all those pain points. All right? Let's get after it. Love y'all. Talk.